Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Jim Gordon, General Manager of Ecosystem Business Development Strategy and Communication at Intel. Welcome, Jim. Thank you. Good to be here. So, Jim, why don't we just get started with a bit of background about your role and how it relates to the focus topic of the day, which is our new Xeon E processor. Sure. So I work in the platform security division, which is one of Intel's centers of excellence for security, specifically as it relates to platform elements in our data center and PC products that deliver value in the form of security enhancements for customers around the world. And my part of that organization is the part that reaches out to and engages with and assists the ecosystem in taking the raw materials, the innovations that Intel builds into its products, and turns that innovation into use cases, full solutions that enterprise and governments around the world can actually consume. So that's my role at Intel. Fantastic. Now, the Xeon E microprocessor just launched. This is the latest Xeon product coming out of our data center group, and it has some specific security enhancements to it. Can you tell me about those? The one that I would draw the most attention to is Intel Software Guard Extensions, which has existed for the better part of two years, I believe. It represents Intel's trusted execution environment technology for developers, which is essentially a way to help partition their code and the data into CPU-hardened enclaves or trusted execution environments. It's basically like a trusted area of memory where important aspects of application functionality or the data that these applications work on can be protected in hardware, which you know, helps developers keep IP confidential and, and code unmodified, which is about as important as it gets nowadays in the world of security, that the applications are trusted, that the data is untampered with, and that these protections are enhanced by hardware and not just in software alone. Now, you mentioned that this technology has existed for a while, and we've seen some customers do some really innovative solutions on that. We'll get to that in a second. But why are these secure enclaves important from a broader security perspective? Well, I think data doesn't go by where we don't read about major breaches in the press, where we don't read about new concerns of enterprise and government and, and even consumers that are users of the services that enterprise delivers in terms of privacy and data protection. And it's only going to get more important that this be a focus area for enterprise and for technology providers such as Intel and its ecosystem to serve. And as you move up the stack, you can protect your data through the entire data lifecycle, you know, as it's in use, when the data is at rest, and as it transits from one part of compute infrastructure to another. And so that's why we work so closely with the security ecosystem and with enterprise and customers to make sure that the technology we provide and its implementation in terms of solutions is what's needed to you know, protect not only the things that we're aware of today, but the emerging threats on the horizon and stay ahead of that to protect enterprise and customers. When you look at our work with developers in this space, how has the ecosystem embraced SGX, and what are some of the exciting use cases that you've seen delivered to the market based on these trusted environments that we're delivering in the hardware? So just like everything that Intel builds, our technologies and how they represent themselves to the outside world is up to the imagination and innovation of the ecosystem that takes advantage of it. 
we have a number of really exciting examples that have been brought to life over the last year or so. And it's only the beginning. So, for example, Microsoft Azure has been using SGX to protect data and workloads in the cloud and to provide an extra level of security and privacy to their customers, confidentiality, integrity in the cloud. Fortanix, another great partner of Intel's, is using SGX to provide key management services, basically alternatives to proprietary, high-end, expensive HSMs. So Fortanix is another example of a company that not only delivers a solution themselves, but partners with others in the ecosystem to deliver it to enterprise end users. They partner with IBM and Alibaba to provide key management in the cloud. So key management is an example of something that's, of course, existed for a long time. And SGX is a way to deliver the same service at increased levels of security, but also at scale and at costs that are more consumable by enterprise. Alibaba, just to say another word about their implementation, is they're using SGX to offer blockchain as a service, for example, to host blockchain infrastructure where SGX adds that extra layer of privacy in addition to security. So these are just three examples that really represent the beginning of a wave of increased security services in all forms. And you know, one of the exciting things about working at Intel is you never know how the ecosystem is going to take what we build and turn it into innovation and deliver on use models that we couldn't even imagine if we tried up front. So it'll be exciting to see what unfolds next. But these are just some examples that come to mind currently. And then we've introduced a next generation of the processor with Xeon-E. It's the first Xeon-E processor in our portfolio. What has the response from the ecosystem been on this new platform? And when you think about the extension of SGX into this platform, what do you think will be new in terms of what key end customers are delivering because of it? So SGX has been available for a while on certain SKUs of Intel microprocessors and platforms. And we've seen, I think, some great innovations and some great beginnings to services. And I think with the launch that's happening now, developers are going to have more choice. They're going to have more availability to additional SKUs and additional capabilities that the experimentation to date has allowed them to take best advantage of. So what we've seen to date is the introduction of new services, and what we'll see, I think, going forward is the expansion of those services based upon more platform choice and more capabilities to deliver new services on top. But suffice it to say that some exciting new introductions of privacy and hardware-enhanced services are right around the corner that we built on this new hardware innovation. And also, I think developers specifically, and then their customers more generally speaking, have recognized the need to have a tight integration between software and hardware. So almost anything that is done with SGX or in hardware more generally can be done in software alone. But by tightly coupling the hardware with the software, you produce a step function in protections that otherwise would not be available. Developers and end customers are really looking for something to separate themselves from each other, but also provide some additional assurances in a world that is fraught with challenges from a cybersecurity standpoint and where it's a constant race to stay ahead and to protect yourself against emerging threats. One final question for you, Jim. If folks want to find out more about what we're doing with SGX or engage from a developer standpoint or an ecosystem standpoint in taking advantage of the technology, where would you send them for more information or do engage with your team? For developers, the SGX homepage is off of software.intel.com. And on that website, developers will be able to see information on the software development kit, the SGX SDK. 
that gives hardware enforced security, remote attestation, data sealing capabilities through the SDK, which is essentially it's a collection of APIs, libraries, documentation, and sample source code to make it as easy as possible for developers to embrace and adopt this new technology. And also, of course, we welcome developer input and questions so that we can continue to make this SDK and the technology that underlies it better over time. Thanks so much for being on the show today. It was a real pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. Thanks for the opportunity. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 